Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star 6 Episode 9 titled Drag Tots. My name's Joe Batanz and I am joined as always by two felicitous co-hosts first from Bloody Podcast. She's about to drive to Las Vegas. Instead of FedEx, she's fed up. Please, please say... She eats a lot of butter. To Lori Rockenkamp. Hello, Lori Rockenkamp. <laughs> I mean, folks have been slaying me. Uh, hello, how are you? I'm doing. Uh, very- <laughs> uh, if, if guys, I am not being funny. If you like the band, you rarely are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you like the banter. That we have on this show, especially with our uh, our, our guest co-host today, you're going to want to uh, join Patreon at least for this week for at the at the premium tier. I might have to release it as an extra show just to get people to join Patreon because it was an epic just between us girls. We learned one of the things we learned that we right at the end of the show, Lori dropped the bombshell that her mom or not her mom, her aunt consistently throws away plungers because she doesn't believe in plungers. Like they're yeah. single use. <laughs> like they're the single use Oh plungers. yeah. And don't get me started on trash cans. Like oh, no. it's oh, the my. whole thing. Okay. Anyway, and from After Buzz TV please say Pussycat, 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 Meow! Pussycat, 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 Meow! To Jay Ellis. Hello, Jay. Meow. <laughs> Hi. We have had the giggle so much on this episode. Yeah. Uh, um, I love that Lori, it's already 7.22 p.m. here on the West Coast here in California, <laughs> and she told her dad that she's not going to be done until 8 p.m. Well, I, I just meant because that's when FedEx closes. Yeah, making it to FedEx by 8, which yeah. means that yeah. she'd have to be done at 7.50. And, and, and Jay, as you pointed out, she would have to find her dad's keys. If you guys want the whole backstory, you're going to have to listen just between us girls. Find her dad's keys. Or, so, or stay tuned to uh, to when we inevitably do a podcast where I'm driving to Nevada. No, we were. I did that podcast already aired. You don't know that when you were putting the sheets, quote unquote, in the dryer. I already did that episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Joe, what are some things that people get on Patreon? I feel like you don't plug it enough. What do they get? Okay, Jay, that's a very good point. Well, Jay, you know what? We have an actual Patreon supporter here with Jay Ellis. Why don't you tell us? You're at the premium level. I am at the premium level. So the best thing is that you get this show, the one you're listening to right now, yeah. with no commercials. Oh, you don't like my BetterHelp and... Uh, I haven't heard them. Oh, okay. I listen to the Patreon. I just yeah. know that it happens. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's commercial break, and then it's all of a sudden, there's no commercial. Yeah. You also get the banter, the banter. I enjoy it. What was that? I don't know. Lori's don't know. dad. 
I just heard banter, banter. He also yeah. get the banter, banter. Yeah, he's ju- he's jammed I- two times. <laughs> Uh, you also get the uh, Just Between Us Girls segment, which is the thing that happens right before with my friend Adam Salandra, who usually is sitting where I am today, mm-hmm. but he's get busy getting married. Yeah, he's probably married by now. Lori, what do you think Miss- about that? I mean, I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think we learned, uh, you know, that it's marriage-ish, but I think Yeah, uh, but you I think wouldn't go wonderful. into detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, Lori, wait, hold on. I just remembered right now. Lori, you didn't do your bit during Just Between Us Girls. I know. Well, it was either the story that I, the new story I found or the bit. And I figured that one probably would, would have more traction. Jay, listen so. to this. Lori calls me during the week. We could do it in front of Adam. We could do it in front of Adam Salandra next week or Jay next in, week. In, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who's going to be here. That's the game either. within the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But well, that's never, you're not going to catch me without a wig. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she calls me in the middle of the week and she goes, killer idea. <laughs> that was when we call, when we were talking about Jay, right? Yeah. We were like, oh, he's mm-hmm. making us move the time. Yeah. You know, killer idea. I got a bit. I go, all right, let's hear it. You and I do fake wedding vows. In honor of Adam's wedding. I I actually am very flattered that you're going an octave higher to pretend to be me instead of an octave lower. That's what I I don't think I, I think it's the same octave. I just didn't put any rasp on it. Because usually I'm like, killer idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell who's talking because I don't have the videos on. So I yeah. feel like this has only been Lori the whole time. <laughs> Oh, it has. No, no, no. This is part of our whole thing that we do. Anyway, so uh, congratulations. I, you know, I was going to text Adam Salandra today and say, like, hey, from Afterthought Media, you know, everyone here, myself, uh, Taylor, not Lori, but everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. Congratulations to you and your now husband, Sean, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? Today he's running around like a chicken yeah. with its head cut off. The last thing he wants is my fucking fat ass Meanwhile, him and I have been texting all day. Oh, that wow. has come up, by the way. Wow. Because wow. So okay. Jay is here. You know, Jay has agreed. Did you hear this part, Jay, when we were talking about it, about uh, what a type A gay you are? But yes. like, well, did you? Okay, so let, to let the audience in on it. I don't know if it was on Just Between Us Girls or this show. By the way, you could find out on patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This is <laughs> what it's like when you talk about going to the tangents. But, um,. Is I was talking about what a type A gay Jay is because for like months we've had Jay set as the host and he would call me like every day and be like, do we know if uh, Salandra needs me or not? Have we figured that out? What day it is? I'm like, I don't know. He hasn't told me. All right, can I need you? This is like in April, right? <laughs> and then uh, on a recent episode, I talked about how and, Jay, and Adam's like, wait, he. Because I, I said, why doesn't he just text you? You guys know each other. And he's like, he is texting me. So what's the what's the story? I texted Adam about other things. I never asked him about his time because I feel like you're the scheduler. So you're the one who has the answers to that. Interesting. Laura, you want to weigh in on this? And that's not a fat joke, by the way. I want you to give your opinion. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, they're friends. Also, right. Lori, prefer- Lori Roggenkamp on Meet the Press. Jay Ellis. <laughs> Go ahead. Adam Slender, friends. That's yeah. the headline. Uh, 
it's that or would you rather me today get a text from you saying, hey, what time are we recording? And I'm like, oh, I forgot. Do, you realize I do a show with this other person on here, right? Who? who Lori Roggenkamp, who literally a couple of weeks ago scheduled another show yeah. during this show. You yeah. need me as an assistant, Lori. I would get that shit figured out. Those keys would have been already sent. <laughs> yeah, you're... You would kill yourself if you were my assistant. I, I'm just I letting actually, you know right now. Yeah, I do rescind my offer. Immediately. <laughs> this week, the five remaining contestants vote on their season six superlatives. Oh, no, their season six. Their season superlatives for the maxi challenge. The queens designed an animated character based on themselves that could serve as a guest on the animated series Drag Tots. I show that. There are more people on Drag Tots than I've ever seen that show, by the way. On the main stage, Raja O'Hara is named the winner of this week's challenge, while the remaining queens were all in the bottom. This week, we saw season 10 contestant Cameron Michaels return as the lip-sync assassin pitted against Raja O'Hara. In the end, Cameron killed Raja and announced that the cast had voted to stand Eureka O'Hara out of the competition and into the game within the game. Ladies... Name two things I liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with our very special guest, After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis. Jay, two things you liked, one thing you didn't. I wrote them down. Um, so the first thing I liked was this mini challenge. Yeah. I really liked the, um, I've seen this on other formatted reality shows, like Survivor does a big uh, reward challenge where they kind of not pit the other contestants against each other, but where they kind of do trivia of who has the most votes of you know, who's the most likely to stab you in the back. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of fun to see what the contestants think of each other. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that was a really fun mini challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, I also like, this is a more specific one. And the table visits, I really loved, with the exception of TKB, mm-hmm. how the girls Kiki with Rue. Like, Mm -hmm. they are friends. It feels like they're they're looking her at Rue as a peer more than, like, a, the head judge or the mentor. Mm-hmm. And when she's doing these table visits, you can just see that they're having fun and just kind of chatting with her instead of asking advice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, if that's clear, but I feel like Trinity K. Bonet is the exception to this, where mm-hmm. she just seems very intimidated still by Rue. Mm-hmm. And then the, oh, yeah. there is multiple things I did not like. How dare you guys bring me on for this episode, Adam? Yeah. You couldn't have been married last week. Uh, but I did not like this lip sync. I thought it was the weakest, maybe in the, not in the series, but definitely this season. It really seemed, and you know, that, that goes to the theory from that, um, bussy queen video that, about the, the contract that Cameron Michaels was there under protest and she was going to do the bare minimum to satisfy her contract. Um, yeah. Why, why was she there under protest? What, she, what else she got going on? I'm not saying she has other things going on, but the attitude she gave off was like, ugh. But that's always been her. She's not the best television. She She's not. I mean, she really only, in my opinion, has been able to lip sync and dance very well. She, like, even when she did her season, like, every, everybody, my favorite part about the whole season was everybody talking about how uh, you know, when they did the group, uh, uh, talk, they all talked about how she was so cold and unapproachable. And she was like, Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was being very friendly. And so, mm-hmm. you know, she just is not, she's not a nice person. I, I, I want to stand up. I think that she has 
presence on stage. Like, I think she's a good performer. I think that we've seen her tricks, though, for lip syncs. Like, she yeah. doesn't, <clears throat> if this, no matter what the song is, we're going to see her cartwheel. I'm surprised we didn't get her crawling on the ground a little bit more. But I do think that she, I mean, she lip sync her way through four episodes. So mm-hmm. to me, that it, that an assassin makes, but yeah, yes, it just it didn't feel right. There was something going. They they both felt very tame. In I this, mean, the one thing you'll the, say this is one of the few times this season they actually had a lip sync assassin on the show, but it, mm-hmm. and it turned yes. out to be a very boring lip sync. All right, Lori, why don't you tell us yeah. your two things you liked and the one thing you didn't? Well, I I liked the challenge, and I uh, liked I actually liked that uh, drag tots. I watched a couple episodes. They're oh, you cute. did? Yeah. They're cute. I watched, uh, they're like, some are three, some are five minutes. They're, they're just short episodes. Oh, but really? Yeah. They're not long. The, the, there's two seasons on, on World of Wonder right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I would check it out if you have time. I love anything cartoon ver- animated. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's not, it's just something to sort of listen to and watch when you're on the toilet. So, um, but uh, a lot of toilet you know. talk today. Yeah, yeah but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I like uh, I so I like that. What I, I obviously didn't like that Eureka went home. I thought that was BS. And I look, I I know there's an argument to be made that she was the right choice, but I honestly think it was personal. And I don't think it's she not personal. It's drag. I thought Raja should have sent home. Uh. You know, Trinity, but that's just my, that's my opinion. Don't tell Trinity that. I know. Oh. Well, oh, Trinity, uh, if I could add another thing I didn't like throughout this whole episode was Trinity. Trinity was, from minute one, was just, ugh, just annoying the whole, whole episode. She has a pretty unlikable, off drag, out of drag personality, at least in the show. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I, you know, I take, extensive notes. I watched the episode multiple times. And so this is so this is not out of laziness. I have an entire sheet of just these are just my thoughts. These are just notes that you see right here on the screen. Mhm. But mm-hmm. I could not think of two things I liked about the episode. I couldn't. I just I really tried and I and I couldn't. Um and the one thing I will say I did not like was the absolute hijinks, riggery stunt shows and uh escapades I'm going to add to this because not only it's so funny because I was talking to my boyfriend about the episode and in, in it I started to, to crystallize my thoughts not only do I think Eureka shouldn't have gone home I think Eureka should have won hard to agree yeah uh, like I didn't think about that until um, Aiden What's funny, uh, Aiden, my boyfriend, does not watch the show. He only knows about the show through the recap. So in talking to me, he needed me to describe to him. He asked about people. He asked about Raja, and he goes, oh, was Raja's really great? And I go, no, it was fine. Well, we'll talk about... We'll talk about the, the, when we, I mean, obviously when we get to it. But, I mean, it's, I, in my opinion, I just think it's it's another thing of, like... This is not a competition. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. a reality produced reality show. Like yeah. this is, they they obviously have a person in mind that they who they want to win. And it, 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 uh, that episode, it wasn't Eureka. No, but I. But what I'm gonna say is, you're right, Laurie. And the show has always been that. But I feel they used to care, like about hiding it. 
I feel it's almost yeah. kind of like the Republicans, right? The Republicans, there was a time when Republicans used to care about seeming not like they were racist or seeming not like they were a hateful organization. And now there's like, fuck it. We're racist and we're awful, yeah. you know? And they don't care because they realize nothing matters. And I feel like the producers have gone that route where they just don't care. They're just like, whatever. We're, we don't care. We will just, do, we will put whatever bullshit in front of you. And it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. You, this, even the edit. Because you used to say, like, well, they look, they edit it a certain... No, they edit it in a way that... Even the edit, you're like, why did Eureka lose? It didn't really make any sense. Because yeah. Michelle said that she didn't mime to the... Which wasn't the challenge. And by the way, I know we're not at the looks. I don't know looks, right? I don't know looks. I'm wearing the same shirt for four days, right? What I'm telling you is... That I don't know looks. I can't see things. And I was watching the show. And I saw this Kylie walking down in this witch outfit. And the sleeves were not done. They were literally, you can see the scissor marks. It's not even like a little, I don't know if you call it a hem. I don't know what you call it a sleeve. So it was an unfinished hem. But was it purposeful? I don't think so because everything else is very finished. Okay. Um... It's just like literally like she took – it's not even like a, a cute like – I see what she – like a lightning bolt. It's like, no, it just looks like scissors. Like she cut off – like she was running out of time and she just cut sleeves off and didn't have time to sew it a, a, a nice line. Yeah. No yeah. one even – no one no. even brought it up. They didn't even bring it up. I mean I have a lot of opinions. I I, I overall liked every outfit that came down the runway. Mm-hmm. The problem I had is the nit, the again the nitpickiness mm-hmm. of this thing. But even if you look at the critiques, the critiques are not for Eureka. So Eureka should not have gone home. But again, there's in my opinion, every way you look at this, Eureka should not have gone home. I think personally, Eureka went home because she picked Raja in the mini challenge, and Raja took that personally and sent her home. But that cast, they went to a cast vote because Karen Michaels won. We don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's did, right. Fuck. Yes. Did that's they right. show Sorry. an Untucked? I didn't watch Untucked this week yet. Did, they didn't show who Raja picked. I don't know. I can look in a second. I'll look during the break. But the the the, the thing though is Lori. Uh, we'll talk about when we get to the looks. But yeah. anyway. Um, all right. After Pandora's elimination, the girls wipe off the mirror message and count the votes. It was unanimous for Pandora and Trinity, and and Trinity thanks the other girls for keeping her around. The next day. RuPaul entered the much emptier workroom to announce this week's mini-challenge. All-star class superlatives. RuPaul will ask the contestants to vote on which girl best fits the description in the question. Every contestant that matches the most popular vote gets one point. In the end, Ginger and Kylie tie with the most points and both win the challenge. In the workroom, the girls break off to work on their characters. On one side of the room, Ginger, Kylie, and Raja discuss the vote for which girl would most likely be sent home this week. On the other side of the room, Trinity and Eureka, the girls with the most votes, discuss the situation. Trinity feels hurt that the other girls feel that she's sensitive, while Eureka has grown accustomed to being underestimated. Let's go uh, to uh, Lori Roggenkamp. Lori, your thoughts here on everything I just talked about. There are a lot of things going on, so let's actually focus on After Pandora's Elimination. I mean, this could be producer-driven because they did cut back to uh, Trinity telling everyone, you know, can I can I celebrate the fact that I won when she won that first time? And because everybody was like, let's congratulate um, 
Ginger on her win. And, uh, and then they cut to Trinity saying that. And then Trinity kind of looks upset and she's like, yeah, let's all congratulate Ginger first thing. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be like, that happened so fucking long ago. And we have, why didn't the producers show video of nobody congratulating Ginger when she won, when she won the last time? Not one person congratulated her. They immediately went into their whole diatribe about how they wanted to stay, stay and no, nobody congratulated Ginger. So, you know, it's just like, why is it that she always has to play the victim? It's just so exhausting. Well, just to correct you a little bit, in their timeline, it didn't happen that long ago because they film every few days. They haven't been filming for 12 weeks or whatever it is. So it's no, probably I been know, like a but, week or two. But, um, but there's been, there's been several eliminations and people have won since then. And Trinity has won since then, and they congratulated her. Yeah, but I, I actually really liked the shade. I thought it was really, it, that was good drag queen shade to call Trinity for her little, now that, actually, enough time has passed where they felt comfortable to call Trinity on that weird bullshit she pulled about the, the not being congratulated. Jay, you want to weigh in here? Yeah, I mean, same. I, I liked that the, they did the class Bravo move where they kind of tint the footage a little bit, like a different yeah. color, and then they flash yeah. back to Trinity throwing a little hissy fit about it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, I want to talk about. No, you know, I didn't, I didn't care. I, that was fine. What I'm saying is it annoyed me that Trinity was upset about it. That's what I was, that's oh, what my meant. Yeah. Well, we, we I see thought that maybe, Trinity. Maybe they, maybe they influenced it by throwing in the video. But you could tell that Trinity was upset by the fact that everybody was congratulating Ginger, or not Ginger, uh, yeah, Ginger, and it's just like, just, why, why does it matter? Like, uh, she, she just, she needs so much validation. It's exhausting. Well, this whole episode was to prove that point specifically. Like, everything that they did on Trinity's end, like, her edit was so, 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 like, heavy on moody and, sensitive and you know it just they wanted to highlight that for us for some reason well also yes. if you notice when they count the votes trinity is i'm like oh she's really in search of validation from these queens where didn't on episode one or two she's like i don't know these queens and i don't care what they think and i have them a solo and now she really wants validation from them because she counts the votes and it was a hundred percent for pandora uh save for pandora's vote for trinity and she's like genuinely emotional thanking them for none of them voting for her you know which yes. is a topic that i've talked about before and actually is important this episode too is like for people who vote for other people they get offended when someone votes for them yes mm -hmm. well she did the same thing she does every single time she's been in the bottom she does the same thing she says do what you need to do don't don't worry about you know, what anyone thinks, just do what you need to do. And then the next day, if she finds out somebody voted for her, she gets upset. Yeah. So it's like, well, why would you tell them to do what they need to do? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, the other thing, too, is the sort of like the self-awareness of it all. Because in, in a confessional, she says, yeah, I'm sensitive. I'm like, well, then wouldn't you then try and do something about it and be like, you know what? I'm being sensitive. Well, I mean, look at the way that she acted when she you know she at no point last episode even remotely tried 
with the snatch game, in my opinion. I think that she at no point tried. She knew she wasn't going to do well. She just said, I'm not going to do well. And she just didn't try. And then she gets into the workroom and she's like, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let my mistakes, you know, like upset me. I'm not going to, I'm going to look forward. It's like, at no point did you at, at one point, like ever say like, this is what I could do. This is how I could improve. No, you just immediately went to like, all right, I messed up. Let's move on. It's like, she put it on everybody else. She was like, let's get over it. And it's like, you're the one who was in the bottom. Like, All right. Jay, do you have any other thoughts on this uh, little act here? This pre-show? Uh, I, no, just to give her a little something. I think that we underestimate the amount of pressure that's in the competition. So maybe it's just weighing now. But I agree with what you guys are saying. Um, you know, it's so refreshing not to have the Adam Salandra comment, which is all Adam Salandra like, I agree with you 100%. I'm with you. I love Trinity. Wait a minute. You just said you agree with me, and then you just said the opposite of what I just said. Um, all right. Now, the next day, they come in, okay? And they're around the table, and they're just having their banter. And Trinity – this is a Trinity-bashing episode um, – starts to sing, you know, doing that Raja thing, like, top five. You know, I can't do it, right? But I was like, Trinity should never sing. It was like some of the worst singing I've ever heard in my entire life. Did you hear this, Lori? Oh, yeah. I didn't think it was terrible, but I don't have a very good singing voice, so I can't really, uh, you know, critique some. But, yeah, I mean, she was just, like, riffing. I can't critique somebody, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was it was not great. But, yeah. Uh, and then, Jay, let's talk to you. They, then, then RuPaul comes in, and it, instead of the usual video RuPaul, it's her character from Drag Tots. Where she's clearly doing a Paul Lind impression. <clears throat> and my question to you is, do you think, because people are afraid of RuPaul, that she thinks she's doing an amazing Paul Lind impression, but the reality is everyone's afraid to tell her it's not that good? I think this is the case for Ru on everything where, I mean, on the runway even, she had a little bit of improv that she had to embark on, and mm-hmm. she just couldn't handle it. I don't know if Ru's as good of a actress as she wants to be. And that's just, I think, translates across the whole board. Well, I know she's very into the power of positive thinking. So I think that if she thinks if she just says it, then it must be true. So because even in this episode, there's two things that are clearly verifiably not true. One, she says that she won Best Dancer in high school. And maybe that's true. She does dance She in that season seven where they're doing the Soul Train line. That was she does some dancing there, I think. And it was very fun. Yeah, but have you ever seen her doing dancing, at least in drag? No. Oh, my God. It is awful. It is like my mom at a wedding, right? Two, this whole thing that she's a marketing genius. Mm, We talked about this. Is RuPaul... It came up again in Eureka's like, yeah, girl, you're a marketing genius, mama. And I'm like, is she? Is she, though? Maybe she should be... Maybe she should learn to be a show genius because... She's done like a hundred shows and none of them work. Just because you go, you're famous and you go on talk shows doesn't make you a marketing genius. How is she a marketing genius? What Rue's good at is picking out something that somebody else says and turning that into her own phrase, like into her own thing and then marketing it off that. Like look at every song she's done has been a phrase that has been said, uh, well, you're describing you're describing a marketing genius. I mean, marketing <laughs> yeah. is all about taking things that other people have done and repackaging it. But I remember, I mean, 
where this comes from is All Stars 2 when she says that Alyssa Edwards should have named her energy drink Tongue, tongue Pop and then wants everybody's like fanfare saying like, I, I know, I, I don't know where it came from. And it's just like, well, <laughs> okay. Marketing genius that does not make. Well, but, look, remember that? You remember, know. remember, remember pre-Emmy RuPaul and the stupid shit she was selling, like the shoes? Where did that go? Right? Remember she was the, the shoes? Remember the shoes yeah, are. yeah. And then what about, remember the $11 chocolate bar? AJ and the Queen. AJ and the Queen, the talk show that never got picked up. Kelly Clarkson got a talk show, right? Everybody's talk show. Tempest Bledsoe from Cosby Show got a talk show that ran, right? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to keep a talk show going. But this RuPaul didn't even get the talk show picked up. It's RuPaul. They didn't even pick it up. She did a six-episode trial run only in the L.A. area. And the people who don't live in L.A., it ran in L.A. in select markets, and that was it. Six episodes and never got picked up. Right. Well, the problem is that wow, World of Wonder is giving her this inflated because she's a part of so many franchises in World of Wonder that I think in her world she is the face of so many things, but it's a very specific niche market. Which I gotta, I gotta be honest. I mean, look, I'm not gonna say sit here and say I think you guys are obviously bigger RuPaul stands than I am, but I think in this instance, I think you're being a little tough on her. What's RuPaul's last name? Degrassi. No, this is part. Char- Char- no, Charles. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, but what I what I was what I mean is that like, I think the fact if look, marketing genius, you know, we could argue yes, yay or nay. She's in the lexicon. I mean, she is the most famous drag queen. I agree. You know, and she, I think whether or not something succeeds or doesn't succeed, at least she's going for it. She's trying, she's pushing herself out there. She's making herself more known in, you know, rural markets. And I think that that, you know, that's something to strive for. I mean, the more that we have RuPaul out there sort of showcasing a pot, her positive. No one's arguing that, but that just comes from her building her own personal brand. Right. And just but be- that that's marketing. You, I mean, she's but, not a marketing genius in the fact that, she, you know, she's not the people who created Jack in the Box, but she's able to market wait, that, her own That's brain. where you go for, like, an example of, like, marketing 101? Jack, Jack in the Box was selling horse meat and was filing for bankruptcy. And then that, that whole advertising got them out of bankruptcy and back on the market as a legitimate mm-hmm. fast food chain. So, yes, they are marketing geniuses. By the way, that marketing team, Ruco. RuPaul was the marketing genius behind that. And that was her inspiration for her character for Drag Tots. Yeah. I'm just saying that just because something doesn't succeed mm-hmm. doesn't mean that she's not smart for for doing it. This seems like, like it's coming from me, very personal. What's what's <laughs> This seems very personal for you. No, but what <laughs> Yes. What I'm trying to say is that, like, give her a chance. She's trying to chase her genes, okay? She might be old, but she's still she's still going for it. No. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, I think that she is just, we've talked many times that RuPaul does, that only really cares about RuPaul. But I think she's also, even though that's the case, I think she's wholly aware of what her brand means. And I think the fact that she's still pushing herself out there is smart. I think that, you know, getting her, you know, she's obviously a name that people uh can can tolerate. And so she's she's 
you know, pushing herself out there to more and more audiences. All right, very good. Well, let's move on because we'll be here till 11 o'clock. And, and Lori has to go to FedEx to 38. To, yeah. <laughs> Guys, my dad's going to be stuck in Nevada yeah. if we don't hurry up. Um, But so they do the mini challenge. Let's talk about the mini challenge, the, the drag superlatives here. And I have the list of questions and answers here of, of what one. We don't have to go over every single one of them. But what I want to ask is... There's one that asked about a sugar daddy in Duck. Um, with who would most likely have a sugar daddy? And Kylie and Sonic love one. Out of the three of us. Yeah. Let's get one thing straight before you want to read. <laughs> well, that's where I'm going with this. You know, RuPaul uh-huh. made such a big fucking deal because Miss Fame didn't get her how's your head joke. But I feel she lobbed a softball at Kylie when she said, Do you have, have you ever had a sugar daddy? That's a so- I mean, that is a softball question. That is like, not even a softball. That is T-ball. That is RuPaul walked over, put the ball on the tee, put Gave the her bat, bat, and put the bat right next to the ball, and all she had to do was swing it. Lori, do you know the speech I'm talking about? Now, if Lori knows... No. Huh, what? No, I don't know the, the speech. Okay. It's a season... Yeah, it's, a, it's an old season three reference. Yeah. Um, where uh, someone accuses... Uh, Shangela of having a sugar daddy and she uh, she says this I don't have a sugar daddy I've never had a sugar daddy if I wanted a sugar daddy yes I probably could go out and get one because I am what? sickening you could never have a sugar daddy because you are not that kind of girl maybe everything I've had I've worked for and I've gotten myself I've built myself from the ground up she threw a drink at Mimi at first okay I have a so did you guys honestly think that Kylie Sonique Love was going to remember that entire speech? That is a... I know a lot of queens who know this speech. Yeah, that is... Lori, that is a really? very, very... I could do it. I think I could do it by heart. Uh, I, do you guys is, have day jobs? Like, how are you guys remembering all this stuff? Well, first of all... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. It's Let's get a, one thing straight before you want to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an 11-year-old clip, Lori. I mean, it happened 11 years ago. But Oh, um, my God. Oh, my God. So, um... Laura, so <laughs> that was actually really good. Thank you, Joe. Um, I'm kind of shocked by that. But uh, so yes, I would say every true fan. I would say that's that is actually the shibboleth of whether you're a true fan of Drag Race or not. Is can at least you- enough to say I don't have a sugar daddy. I've never had a sugar daddy. Like I think that could have been a Kylie response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to do the whole speech. Yeah, yeah. If I want a sugar daddy, could I get? Well, I could get one because I am what sickening end of story you could just stop right there you know oh okay well so i didn't know that that's what because she's not going to tell rupaul you could because you're not that kind of girl she wouldn't say that either yeah well because rupaul i mean she essentially has a sugar daddy right yeah uh so an oil daddy I, I will say I didn't know that that was the the thing. I do, however, know that I did feel like when Sonique Love was talking, when she said, "I've had a sugar daddy, I've been a sugar daddy, I've been a sugar mama," I definitely felt like RuPaul was like, "Okay," like mm-hmm. there was something missing. So I, that does make more sense then, because mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh," she, I thought maybe she just didn't like her answer, but she was expecting her to do the Shangela bit. Um. Now, let's actually talk about the mini challenge here. Yes, I want to get into... Oh, Trinity and then Eureka. Well, do we need to go over the questions or no? I have them, but we don't have to. 
I'd say that we just have to know the the majority of the answers were Kylie and Eureka. Yeah. Right? So yeah. So Kylie is the answer for one, two, three. The first three, which are very positive. Uh, Why don't you refresh us what what ones? She won most likely to steal the boyfriend, prettiest queen, and most likely to have a sugar daddy. Eureka got messiest queen, gassiest queen, bossiest queen, shadiest queen, and was one of the two people who would vote most likely to go home next. Um, Which is really just a reway of them reworking that from instead of on the runway asking them where they always get the pageant answer of, oh, I couldn't possibly, is they wanted hard answers. Yeah. Which I also love that they did this and then Eureka picks Raja, right? And then when it comes time for her elimination, she's like, I I just can't, I can't throw my sisters under the bus. And it's like, then why did you pick Raja when when they asked you that question? Well, she had to pick it. But that's the thing is... Well, let, you know you what? Could've, she could have picked herself. We're going to talk about, it. yeah, we're going to talk about the aftermath. Trinity picked herself. That's true. We're going to. I would talk never about, write my name. <laughs> Jay doesn't know how to write his own name. That's a problem he's had for that's, years. That's <laughs> the main reason. Yeah, and three yeah. letters. But in uh, a competition, <clears throat> would you write your own name as somebody who you think is going to go home next? Trin- like, what Trinity kind of, did it. I and then spent the whole episode complaining that I know, she, I know. people said that. I know it is so weird. But that's um, Trinity. But I that's mean, she what got she sensitive at being called sensitive. But that's what I'm saying, though, is I don't get it. This is a perfect example because this is this is outside of the lipstick thing. They do this challenge, right? Now, in the next segment, I'm going to talk about I will give Raja the benefit of the doubt here. And the edit was done in a certain way. And we'll talk about that. But not, not Raja. I'm sorry, Trinity. But they all named people. So in other words... On the question about who should go home, Eureka said Raja, but Raja wrote Eureka, but Raja's mad at Eureka for writing Raja. And I was like, bitch, you wrote Eureka. Yeah. And I think Ginger even said that they cancel each other out then or whatever. And she's like, I can't believe she wrote my name. And I'm like, I can't believe we're in a competition where only one of us is going to win unless it's All Stars 4 and then two people win and they wrote my name. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. If you think about Ginger, I mean, Eureka, who's she going to vote for? She's not going to vote for the trans girl. Like I said, they're avoiding that like the plague. Um, she's not going to vote for Trinity because she wants to have sex with her. She, Ginger is doing so well, you can't deny it, you know? So who's left? Yeah. Thank you. That's my speech for today. All right. Uh, but, but I, but yeah. Eureka took it in stride. I want yes. to say that is that, and we'll see. Turn that on a yes. dime for her challenge. You and I are on the same page. You're right. I agree. I one hundred percent agree. But also, I think she understood, which is what something that Raja and Trinity didn't seem to understand, which is that this is a game. Like these are answers to a game. Like they acted like. Like Trinity, the rest of the show was like, I didn't need to hear that people think I should go home. I didn't need to hear that I was sensitive. Like somebody just ran into the room and said, Hey, everybody, who do you think's the most sensitive? And everybody turned around and said, Trinity. Like well, also, it was like, no, it was a game. Well, also, wouldn't you say to yourself, there were 12 girls. They could have named any of them, but they couldn't because they were gone. So now the, the pool is narrowed to the point that has someone. Also, does this mean if by one sense you think, Oh, they really believe this. Does that mean that they really believe Ginger's going to be president of the United States? Yes. Ginger's mom, well, Lori's mom called Ginger and told her, you could never be. be president of the United States. No. You're no. not that kind of girl. 
You're not that You're kind not of that. girl. Uh, all right. Now, now let's do the workroom. Then we're going to take a break. God, we're, we should have known this was a problem. When you, whenever Jay gets on here, the show goes so long. Jay, Jay you talking so much. A, oh, my God. It's like, I mean, honestly, Joe, have we been able to get a word in it? No. I mean, Jay will just not. Can you shut up for a goddamn second? Yeah, his I'll pa- leave. His parents oh, have named him Say. I finished. <laughs> Say. <laughs> yeah. He's always oh, talking. Here you go. Talking again, yeah. Jesus! All right, so now later in the workroom, um, Trinity. So we there's a conversation with Ginger and Raja and Kylie, but then, but then, there's a separate conversation with Raja and Eureka. Here's the thing: if you go, I, and I've watched this episode twice now, and I was watching for the second time. I actually think, in fairness to Trinity, I think she's actually talking. She's actually mad at the producers. I don't think she's mad at the other girls. I think she's mad at the producers, and they cut it in a way to make it seem like she was mad at the girls. I think what she was saying was, because she's just saying they, why would they do that to us? Like, why would they put us in that position? She says a conversation similar to that. And I think the conversation is uh, really centered around, why would they do this where it's forcing us to write these names, and it made me feel badly? Like, they basically force these girls to make me feel badly and get in my head. And I, I think that's, that's the, that's the actually the take that I got from it was that she's actually mad at the producers and they're having a conversation about that and not at the girls. But, uh, either way, if you want to buy into the edit, do you have any thoughts on this, Lori? I, I mean, but it's a game. Like, who gives a shit? Well, that's what like, Eureka's I, trying to tell her. Yeah. It's just, I just don't, like, <laughs> It just to me is so funny because when you see Trinity, what Trinity is able to do on stage, I would never in a million years have that amount of confidence Mm -hmm. to accomplish. I would never Mm -hmm. be able to dance like that. I would never be able to lip sync like that. I would never be able to perform like that. That Mm -hmm. takes a level of confidence that I just do not have. Mm -hmm. But when she's off stage, she is the most sensitive fucking person on the face of the earth. And it's like, how does that translate to this boss bitch who actually did a pretty, like was one of the few people to successfully do a Beyonce Mm -hmm. because she danced like Beyonce. And she then is turns around and is like, I don't like the fact that they called me sensitive, you know, like who cares? Like, Honestly, I just think that's so crazy to me. I don't know. In season nine, we had a contestant, Nina Bonina Brown, who I think was interested in the drag portion of the show, but not Mm -hmm. the reality portion of the show. Because in Untucked, she would literally sit with her back to the girls with pillows over her and just (laughs) avoid conversation. She wanted nothing to do with the actual show, but she wanted to showcase her performance, which she did. She was... A great. I'm surprised that she hasn't been a lip sync assassin, but I think she has a lot of controversy around her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, um, but I think she, that yeah, she has a lot of anti-trans comments. Oh, is that right? Yeah, well, oh. not that's not good. Um, and mm-hmm. I think Trinity is there for because when you, it's true when you see Trinity perform on a stage, she turns it out. But her, her in the workroom is miserable. Like I, I think she's just having a hard time with the show and what's going on, and and, and it turns into a boiler plate pot boiling pot i don't know Boiler what you're trying plate? to say yeah it turns it the the more it goes the harder it gets and i think that there's less places to hide so i'm sure she was feeling vulnerable and she mm-hmm. didn't really have a clear-cut idea for the challenge which was to make a drag tot 
So maybe she was just having a, there's a lot of things going on in her brain. But like, I, I get what you're saying, Jay. But what I don't understand, and this happens in every reality show competition. And so maybe it's just pre- pressure. You're right. Maybe it's pressure mixed with nerves and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if we were in a competition together, if we all three of us were in a competition together. I okay? win. Yeah. <laughs> and um I'd write your name, Lori. Yeah, thank you. But what I'm saying is is if we all three were in a competition together and only one person could win, I mean, would we be upset if Jay if you said who if you can't name if you can't name yourself, but who do you How think? How you gonna name win? somebody else? Oh. Yeah. If you can't name yourself, but you have to name somebody else to think who should win, mm-hmm. you know, and you pick me and Joe picks you and I pick you or whatever, and then you win. But then Joe and me get upset because I he, he's upset with me that I didn't pick him and I'm upset that he didn't pick me. But that's like, been happening just, this whole season. It doesn't but make that's any what sense. I don't understand is that it's like there's only one winner. There's not going to be, I mean, I know. you know, granted, yes, there was a tie that one time, but there's only one winner. And so why are these people like, why is Trinity so shocked that nobody is somebody's not holding her hand and leading her to the crown? Like she's acting like these people are like, she's acting like, Hey guys, we had a script, which was that you would allow me to win. And you're not following that script. Which well, yes. Jay just voted you to shut up. <laughs> Um, really quickly, I wanted to say that, uh, you know, Eureka was talking about how, when she was talking to Raja, she was talking about how she gets called out for mostly negative things and whatnot. And during that speech, I was very much able to relate, especially after events of this week, where I feel that often, not that I'm constantly called out neg- for negative things or whatnot, but I know what she's talking about where it's, and I don't know why that is. But where, like, people seem to see the negative side of you and you're just trying to do your best. And I thought that was a really interesting way, a very self-aware way of talking to Trinity and say, like, look, you just got to do you. You do you. You know? And yeah. um, and so I, I just wanted to call out that moment. All right. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Lori supposedly has some speech. I can't wait to hear about how she's mad that people get mad about voting other people out. And I'm sure she'll go into it on the next half. But uh, why don't we take a break? No, when we come I'm back... Actually, I'm going to go, guys. I have no, I don't... This isn't for me. I'm just going to go. <laughs> on China. Yeah. All right. We're going to go. We'll be back right after this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. All right. I got to get something off my chest. By the time I finish watching RuPaul's Drag Race two times, recording two different shows about it, and spending my entire week around RuPaul's Drag Race, the last thing I want to do is listen to other podcasts about RuPaul's Drag Race. But people are constantly saying, do you listen to this podcast or that podcast? And I'll be honest with you, I don't because I barely have time to record the one that I do. And I this 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 sits on me on my chest. So I have to get it off my chest because I'm like, is this hindering my growth as a creator? So I'm glad I told you guys this. So you guys can stop recommending shows or asking me if I listen to Race Chaser or Sibling Rivalry. We all carry around different stressors, by the way. Big, small, serious, silly. And when we keep them bottled up, 
it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. Can you imagine if I went to therapy with this? And to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I have benefited tremendously from therapy. Tremendously. And it's a way for me to work out different problems that I've had. And I've shared those problems with you before. If you have stressors in your life, you need to talk them out. That's how you release the toxicity is by talking it out. And therapy can help do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. When they designed it, they designed it to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire and they'll match you with a licensed therapist. And by the way, if you don't like your therapist, you can just switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! All right, we are back here. Quite the party. Lori went and uh, she she vacuumed her house and uh, cleaned her mom's. Yeah, whole bunch. I cooled off a little bit. Yeah, I vacuumed my entire house. She drove to Vegas and back and took her dad. I did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next, RuPaul entered the workroom to talk to each of the queens. Ginger needs to be more subversive. Trina needs to be more lighthearted and funny. Eureka needs to win a challenge. Kylie needs to keep on keeping on. Finally, Raja needs to completely change her character's name. Let's start with you, Lori. Let's keep it brief, Lori. And we've, we've, we've stipulated that you don't like that the girls get mad about being voted. So we know that. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's funny. J- Jay mentioned earlier in the in the episode that he thought that they were they were referring to RuPaul more as like a, a friend and not like a advisor. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the opposite. I felt like for I felt like last episode, if we had if you had asked me that they were acting more as a friend, I felt like they took on her advice and sort of you know gave back fun answers i felt like this episode they were all very on high like high nerves like raja last episode rupaul gave her advice she went oh great took it did really well this episode rupaul gives her advice and she kind of argues with her and then also is like "Ooh, i gotta scrap everything i don't know what i'm gonna do and it's like what happened to last episode where you just sort of like did it like you just Mm -hmm. went took her advice and adapted like it just it was just like last episode didn't happen. Like they were like, you're giving me advice. You're telling me what this is. I've never seen this before. Like, you know. And also the advice, and we'll get to this, wasn't that crazy. It was think of a new name. No. She yeah. had to like rethink the outfit or the look. It was like, think of a new name. She basically <laughs> gave her the character last episode of, yeah. uh, of, uh, 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 Latoya Jackson. Ja- Latoya Jackson. 
And she's like, great, and just did it. But, like, this episode, all she does is tell her one thing to change one thing. And Raja has a complete meltdown. Okay, Jay. <laughs> the way Rue, <laughs> while on Raja, the way Rue goes, Queen see me. Hmm. I just, I'm not having fun saying it. It's yeah. like, okay. But again, <laughs> sorry. Can, first of all, I, my first note on here is RuPaul High. She was acting extra this episode. She was very extra. And she's like, Queen to me. Queen to me. Queen to me. Queen to me. And then she goes, it seemed like a crazy person. Cause then she's like, you know what my favorite word is to say? Mexicatessen. <laughs> and then she does that thing where she like looks at her and she's like, that's a great word. Am I right? Yeah. You know, and you're like, yeah. her voice gets really high pitched. And you're yeah. like, did she take some coke? Did she? Did and she- that's where, that's where I'm referring that the, it felt like the queen's like when she says, I'm a marketing genius, Eureka piped in and Ginger said, Mexic, what was the word? Mexicatessen. Yeah. So, and then Ginger says it back to her. So I felt like they were all just kind of like in the room. Like they were in the dressing room in the back of a bar. Yeah. It felt like yeah. that. That that moment was fun. I, I yeah. like that. I also thought it was funny that uh oh sh- I just had a brain fart. I totally so you forgot think about it. Jay, did you have any thoughts on the table visits? I think it's important because for this it's it's this was just a uh a look challenge in disguise. Mm-hmm. And I think that when the challenge was introduced, I was like, Okay, weird that we're in like a drag top like obviously tie in. I was excited to see that the queens had to make an outfit and like kind of make fabrications and stuff. But with the table visit specifically, I can't remember who came in with uh, good ideas and who Rue really, I guess Raja was really the only one that she really led her down into a different area. But I don't know. I felt like the table visits was just them kind of saying who their character was and um, who was it that, oh, Ginger's character when she says her name is terrible, yeah. ter- terrible, 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 does it, with terrible. <laughs> Say Sorry. it again. It's so funny. Um, and then she says all of the last names. She uses that joke on the runway and Rue cackles as if it's like the first time she'd heard that like joke. Because yeah, Rue was high and didn't remember she said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. 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 She probably didn't even know that she went to the, went to the workroom. She probably was like, Oh, this is fun. This is, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. But you know what I think that it suffered from was I wish at the table visits that they had like animators come in and really do like a an animation of what their character would have looked like on the show. I really think that we missed that element of the show. No, I agree. I really wish, uh, or at what? least put them in post. You know, then like something. You know, yeah. like when we had the sidekicks in season nine, or you know, like they can yeah. do that stuff. I, yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, they were too busy working on the fun commentary that the the drag tots had during yeah. the runway. Why was beyond? Uh, okay, yes, I have a question about that when it comes. But I just I felt like that was lacking for the table visits because I think it would have given Rue a visual idea, mm-hmm. um, even if the queens hadn't marked out especially or like specifically what they were going to wear. But I just I kind of wanted it for my own visual reference. Well, I, I think you bring up a reason why they didn't do it is I think it would have been tough because they would have had to have had their costume ready. Yeah. And like Kylie was like, I think, you know, two minutes before curtain was like, I'm still sewing. Right. You know? Yeah. So. I get it. Um, I like when RuPaul, when Trinity was there, was like, Trinity, you seem hurt. I'm like, oh, really, bitch? You just spontaneously thought of that question? Rue's holding the knife in her hand. You seem hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as if I just asked you something that would destroy you. <laughs> yeah. And then Trinity gives her idea, and I, I I love this idea. She wanted to give advice. She wanted her character to give advice about 
how to handle the negativity and make a pop like maybe you should follow that advice for- i could see like that's like if me and Lori were gonna go on there and tell you how to lose weight and keep it off, <laughs> yes, or or to how to how to like have a uh, very uh, you know uh, successful conversation, like yeah. how to let other people talk, you know, yeah. like if I were to be like, hey, the key to yeah, the, the key oh. to a conversation, shut up, Jay. The key to a conversation <laughs> is listening. This- uh-huh. Yeah, shut up. I'm talking. Which is the name of Lori's new podcast in the Bloody Podcast Network. Shut up, I'm Shut talking. Shut up, I'm talking. That would actually be very fun. You're a marketing genius, Joe. Well, Lori should I do would, the show solo and pretend that there's a co-host. I would. I would literally – I could do that. I, You know what I would do is I, I would bring Jay on and I would just have him just record <laughs> – Sit inter- there. Where he's just like, but I, I would – and I just put shh, shh. Anyway. Just laugh and smile every once in a while. Uh, yeah. Did you have any specific things about the table visits, Joe? Yeah, that, one like, of them. Yeah, one thing I noticed was that Kylie Rue, like Rue, has a banter with everybody except Kylie. Seems very much like uh, the kid that the producers told her that the dad just died. You know, like it's like she doesn't go anywhere with Kylie. She's kind of like she's like, oh, so oh my god, you were so good last week. That was so mm-hmm. good. And so what are you doing this week? And she tells her her dumb idea. And she goes, oh, that's so great. And it's the whole visit. Because my favorite thing is, too, like, how are you not jumping on this? She feels – because she says – she goes, I'm naming her uh, misbehave. And she goes, I literally want to pull this clip. I should have. She goes, I'm naming her mis- misbehave. It's a play on words. <laughs> What? What? Look, she goes, look, yeah, it's a look, play on words. Kylie is <laughs> Kylie is so attractive. Okay, yeah. like let's be honest. She is. She's, she, you know, she took she took whatever whatever she had left up in her upstairs and put uh-huh. it all in her boobs, yeah. and that's uh, that's how we got where we are today. Are you guys kind of noticing Kylie? I mean, she's kind of giving me like a like a code switch where, like, in her confessional, she's very like. And then I said, girl, like, I'm going to do this. And yeah. then with, when she's talking to everybody, it's very like, I'm down here and I think I'm going to do this. It's a play yes. on words. Yes. Like, and, and then and she's I'm, like, I'm country as a biscuit on the confessionals. Yeah. So maybe when she's with her friends, she says, yes, mama. We don't know. <laughs> you don't talk like that when I'm with you. And I'm I didn't a, want it to be like that, Gonge. I have a little sombrero on the side of my head. <laughs> so, um, okay. I, and I'm just going to say this right now before I move on. I'm just going to get a point right now. As we said, Rasha's original name was Queen Seamy. Seamy. Queen Seamy. She's like, she, I, I just hear semen. Yeah. I, am I wrong? Am Anybody I wrong? About that? Am I wrong? Am I, am I, you know, like, am I right, ladies? Anyway, uh, it's well, like Wendy Williams. Clap yeah. if you hear semen. Yeah. <laughs> Queen Seamy. All right. All right. Let's move on here. Uh, later in the workroom, the girls, uh, get back to work. Tw- uh, Trinity switches up her concept. Eureka rolls around on the floor. Roger struggles to get her mind back in the game. And finally, Kylie fidgets with the sewing machine. Uh, I'm just gonna move on to Elimination Day so we can get move on. It's Elimination Day and the girls get ready for the runway. Trinity gets her second win. Kylie realizes she's way behind schedule. Raja switches up her name. The girls make some stunning revelations. And finally, Kylie looks like she may run out of time. Uh, she doesn't. Uh, the classic misdirect. Yeah, the, we saw that. Speaking of season six, they do that with Adore in season six, where she's like, "My dress, I want to have my dress ready," and then it's never mentioned. Dun dun, dun. and yeah. she's on the runway. Yeah, it's, you're right. it's exactly what she's like. <laughs> I don't have the dress, and they go to the dun. 
And then the runway, there's no mention it ever. They never mention what happened. She just walks on the runway. The dress looks fine. Flawless. Um, flawless. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about this. First, Trinity's like, the next day she comes back, I thought of it. Because Brew had told Trinity to change her whole concept. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's brilliant. Fierce Felicia, the feline. And everyone's like, oh my god. Marketing genius. And I'm like, what? It's it's the most basic answer. I mean, that is so on the nose. They should have called the character. Man, they claim, my character's name is on the nose. Uh, <laughs> on the nose. 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 You know, it makes me I, think like nose. And yeah, yeah, because it's on the nose. <laughs> I want to get okay. So in my head, I don't know if this is what you guys did, but after seeing the examples of the characters, I tried to imagine what these characters would look like on the show given what their costume looked like okay and once yeah. i saw her are we where are we on the runway or before right no before we'll the be runway. there in a second okay we'll there in a second. then i'll save it all I'll right save it. so one of the storylines on elimination day in the workroom is raja is really in her head when she, after the table visits raja's really in her head she's really depressed because mm-hmm. rupaul is just read her for filth for the name and she doesn't know what to do right but then elimination day comes in she goes i figured it out i got the name and they're like, oh, what is it? I see you, queen. I'm like, all you did was just put queen on the back. It's the same name. Like, I don't think it's any better. Yeah. I disagree a little bit. I think the I syntax you, is better. I think it's like, I think it's flows better. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying queen, I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you, queen. I think it. So I think. But I do think the way that she made it seem was like she had invented a whole new a whole new character. Yeah. And then she's like, I see you, Queen. And then that was it. Um, all right. So let's go into the maxi challenge uh, itself. Uh, it, I'm not going to do this like the looks. Because even though there were looks involved and we can talk about the looks, it's not like it was a very look-based. It wasn't like oh, look at that runway look or whatever. It's about the story and everything, and the look as well. So we'll mm-hmm. talk We'll talk about it. We're not going to do the, the the tutor boot, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So let's start with the first one. We have Trinity K. Bonet. She comes down as Fierce Felicia, the, Fierce Felicia, the feline. Um, your thoughts on uh, on that? Let's start with Jay Ellis. Okay, so this is where I'll say my point yes. is... Uh, I was imagining them as a cartoon character, and I thought that that would have animated very well. Like, okay. I think that being drawn, it would have been mm-hmm. uh, a very strong look. Mm-hmm. And I, when it was walking down the runway, I think I liked it. And uh, I don't remember much about her speech, like the kind of the character background that mm-hmm. she gave. But yeah. I think that overall, the aesthetic was pleasing. Yeah. She teaches them how to walk the catwalk. She's a catwalk teacher. Right. And and I mean, cute. I, I don't know who the target audience into the show, but I well, think I think that it's that supposed be... to be for children. But I was actually thinking I would never show this to my nieces because it would make them hate gay people for producing <laughs> such a horrible show. Okay, uh, well. Laura, your thoughts on Fierce for Leisha the Feline Trinity K. Bonet? I mean, it just looked like uh, I I kind of agree. It, it, it sort of made me change. Jay sort of made me change my mind in that I think that this would be a great animated character. I agree. I think if it was one of the drag tots, I think it would look really cute. Mm-hmm. The uh, the way that it looks now, it just looks like a very um, like 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 
like a, a cat's sort of like side character, like a side cat in cat. Like pink, pink panther almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, on human form. Like, uh, so I, and, and also I will say that, you know, they, they, they sort of, you know, got in Eureka about not miming her words. And I didn't feel like Trinity mimed anything really. So yeah, I, w- I wasn't really a fan of it, but I think Jay kind of turned me in that. I think this one out of all of them would have looked really cute animated. So right, for the yeah. challenge, I would give it a, a two. Which we're not doing. I don't know. I know. I'm just saying. All right. I don't know where that's still going to lose the game. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm still going to lose. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The correct. I don't, I don't care. The winner of that, of that one is Jay. Congratulations. Yeah. Great. Ginger came down the runway as Tara Bell. Wait, Joe, you don't have any. Do you want to say anything? I feel like you have to. Do you, I'll be you I'll, I'll, I can Actually, apart from Eureka, I'll be honest with you. Apart from Eureka, I don't. I think I feel like everybody was fine. You know, okay. and I think Eureka was the only one that was standout to me. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about it when we get there. But to be honest with you, they were all fine. They were almost, to be honest with you, used the Eureka comparison is um, they were they just did well. They didn't do fantastic. They didn't do terrible. But they did. Uh, they just did well, and I think I actually, right. to be honest with you, I, I, I said this before. Trinity to me is an unlikable reality show contestant, but she actually does bring the looks. You know, yes. I, I will not take that away from her. She does actually bring the looks. Um, so I don't really have a lot of thoughts apart from Eureka. All right, next we have uh, Ginger as Tara Bell. Uh, Lori, let's start with you and your thoughts. I loved this. I loved it. I thought it was super cute. Um, I mean, if we're thinking about how it would look animated, I, I think it would look good. I don't think it would look good as now I'm starting to rethink my whole thing. Cause I feel like Trinity's probably would look the best animated. Well, Eureka and Trinity, but yeah, Ginger Minj, she would look cute animated, but it would just, it wouldn't look like a, like a unique thing. It would just mm-hmm. look like a, you know, somebody in a dress, but I, I thought this was a really great look Jay, overall. You want to weigh in Shay? Yeah, this was my, given the parameters that I've given for how I'm judging this one, um, as a person who's never done drag, so don't come for me, this is my weakest. I think that Ginger looked fine, but the only thing interesting about that cartoon character animated would have been that parasol. Like, if that character carried that around a lot, that would be a very distinct character. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it was just a Ginger look. Like, it kind of looked like something she would have worn to, like, a lip sync it, it, there was nothing special yeah. or like a fant- it, it, it was well made. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give her that, but it just wasn't exciting. Yeah, I and I think these that. other queens did more excitement. Uh, I did. I thought her, and we uh, we've seen her perform this way with her lip syncs and stuff. But I do like the faces that she gives when mm-hmm. she's like she gave it a character, which was fun. Um, Lori Roggenkamp, uh, Raja O'Hara came down as I see a queen. Uh, your thoughts on I see a queen? Well, first, great name. Yeah. I don't know how she came up with it. Um, I think she should have stuck with Queen See Me. Yeah. Uh, see Me. See Me. See Me. See Me. See Me. See Me. Look, I, I actually think the the critiques you gave Ginger, I feel, for this one. I mean, she looks phenomenal in purple. You know, purple will always be something she could put a purple sheet on and she would look great. Um I just felt like this was kind of monotone. And if we're looking at like how this would look as an animation, I don't, th- I think this would be, in my opinion, the most boring animation because it's just sort of one color. Um, but I think she looks 
you know, if this was just a looks challenge, she looks amazing. So, you know, Raja is, you know, she, as she pointed out, she won the looks challenge the last time. She's great at putting her looks together. So, um, you know, overall, I would say this is great, but for the challenge, I don't necessarily see this as being, in my opinion, the top. Jay, you want to weigh in? Yeah, well, I'm afraid my bias is going to show because Raja is my pick to win the show. I'm, I've loved watching Raja this whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with Lori. I think purple was great. I think animated because she had the googly eyes going up her gloves and kind of on her body. Mm-hmm. If you saw that animated and they had them blinking at different times, like that probably would be really fun on an animated show. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I mean, it was, it wasn't my winner, but I think it was, it was middle of the road. If, yeah. if we were doing two bottoms, I don't think she would have been a bottom for me. Yeah. She would have been the safe queen. Who would bottom for you? Who wouldn't? <laughs> All right. Next, we have Eureka O'Hara as Alexandria McQueen. Oh, by the way, RuPaul not coming. That is the most under. Also, she would put Drea on Alexandria McQueen. Um, <laughs> Jay, uh, you're. you're, you're it's a play on words, by the way, because she's an evil queen. Um, um, yeah, Jay, uh, your thoughts here on Eureka as a, a Alexandria McQueen? We touched on it a little earlier. This was my winner. I think a strong silhouette. And if you put that in animation, how cool. Uh, the only thing lacking for me was a stronger face, like a stronger mm-hmm. beat. I think her makeup could have been. And uh, Eureka's had... I, it's hard because I haven't talked this whole season to anybody. So I think Eureka's had such variety in her makeup this entire season mm-hmm. that I'm so excited to see what she does on the runway. And for her to construct that and have that built-in crown, it was very evil queen in mm-hmm. Snow White. The, I think it would have animated really great. I loved her story of pulling from yes. being bullied to becoming like a villain of the show, but you could still make her likable. I think mm-hmm. Eureka really nailed the challenge. She I think really she did. would be my She'd be my pick for the winner. I agree. Lori Roggenkamp, you want to weigh in? Um, I love this, and I agree with you on the animation. I think I, I love her makeup. I think she does a great job. Uh, I, I will say that the only thing, and I this might just be, this is well, this is just my opinion, but she, she kind of, the way, I felt like her mouth wrote a check that the outfit didn't necessarily cash. I felt like the way she was describing her outfit when she was making it and then what I saw, it just seemed very kind of, it's just, it's just one color, which don't get me wrong. Like again, it's phenomenal. I love it. I think it's great, but you know, I was, I was sort of thinking it was going to be a little more um, like avant-garde sort of a little more uh, like, uh, I don't know. I just was expecting a little more. So I think that, she definitely was in the contention for winning, um, but I can see why she didn't she didn't win just off the look. Now, the reason they gave her for the fact that she didn't mime, I think, is pretty stupid. But um, the look itself, I felt like, you know, I could see an argument where she doesn't win. So, all right, very good. And finally, we have uh, Kylie Sonique Love as now. This is a play on words. Misbehave. Let's start oh. with yeah. She's not. She misbehaves. Oh. She's a witch. Lori, uh, what about you? What were your thoughts on Kylie Sonique Love as the witch misbehave? I, I, you know, like, I want to like this because on paper, this is a good outfit. But mm-hmm. to me, it's just boring. And I think it's because she was last. Mm-hmm. I think she had the, she had the misfortune of going last where. Oh, that's another play of- on words. Misfortune. 
Wow, you're yeah. good at this, Lori. I'm great. I'm great. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Groundlings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they said no to me. So actually, Shocking. the Groundlings wouldn't Wh- be. Which uh, is funny because they called me this week and they said, Really? Um, hey, we have a spot for a fat person. You want to join Sunday Company? And I'm like, Okay. And I go, I've never taken a class there. And they're like, Meh. That makes sense because I just heard that they're going bankrupt. Um, so. <laughs> I think I think they said something about how they're just pulling out all the stops. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I thought it was a misunderstanding. Oh, yeah. oh. that's a play on words, Lori. All right, finish your thought, oh. Lori. The, in my opinion, the thing that I liked the most was the book, which was a prop. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, you take that prop out. She, would she look cute as an animation? Yes, but I, it wasn't. It wasn't my favorite. It was just kind of one note, and it was just. It just seemed very costuming, like a like a Halloween costume that you get at like party city or something. Mm-hmm. So well, she should go back to party city where she belongs. <laughs> um, Jay, do you have any thoughts on uh, Kylie's look here? Yeah, I do. I, she, Kylie's always going to look fucking stunning. Like she always yeah, looks she, so amazing. She mm-hmm. looked great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, it, this was very like witch in the textbooks of what you would see that the pointed hat, the, black dress, the broom. I thought the spell book was great. I love that added touch as a prop. I like the colored contacts, like in each eye being different. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. The glasses would be animate really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't pushed to an extreme. Mm-hmm. Like even if there was a striped skirt or something, just like another element to make it stand out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm honest with Ginger, uh, Sonique would have been in my bottom too, if we were doing that. All right, very good. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, on the main stage, Raja O'Hara is named the winner of the challenge, while the four remaining queens are all up for elimination. Back in the workroom, Raja speaks to each of the girls to get a sense of who uh, she and they will vote for. Meanwhile, the girls all discuss with each other with each other who they think they may send home. Aware that she's in trouble, Eureka makes a tearful case for herself. To stay in the competition. On the main stage, RuPaul summons forth this week's Lip Seek Assassin Season 10 contestant, Cameron Michaels. Next, Raja O'Hara and Cameron Michaels face off in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song, Boom Clap by Charlie XCX. In the end, Cameron Michaels was named the winner of the lip sync and the chance, and won the chance to give one of the girls the chop. Cameron Michaels pulled out the lip sync of the, the lipstick, I'm sorry, of the cast vote and it read, Eureka O'Hara. Later in the workroom, Eureka uh, is packing up her things when RuPaul appears on the screen and orders her to get to the main stage. It's time to play the game within the game. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Jay, let's start with you. Um, That's a tall order of everything that happened. Yeah, a lot happened. I know we're getting through it. Um, I really wish that this is more of an open forum for all of them to talk. Like, Raja's the winner and the rest are in the bottom. I kind of wish that it was just a conversation between all of them so that mm-hmm. it was an understanding. I don't think we needed to pull each one aside. They're all going to say, bitch, I'm going to give him all next week. You know, I want to be here. Well, like, there's, all gonna one, give- there's one I want to talk about in particular, but go ahead. Which one? No, Tr- go ahead. Trinity. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, it, okay. So, but I think they're all going to have the same idea or same message. They're all going to try to pull the same, like, you know, I, here's my track record and they've been playing it pretty fair up to this point. Um, in the lips, I'll go to the lip sync. I think that if we're saying that who won, Cameron did win the lip sync. I don't know if Raja wasn't vibing with that particular song, but I like Charlie XCX, Charlie XCX's library and Boom Clap is a great song. I guess it just isn't good for lip syncing. I, I wouldn't have thought that. It seems 
like a fun one, but I was just really disappointed. Uh, lip sync, but Cameron brought it. And then, um, I was just really bummed to see Eureka go. <laughs> you can't throw like, you know, uh, choreography in it. It's not a ballad, so you yeah. can't park and bark. It's very, mm-hmm. it is right in the middle of those two. So, mm-hmm. and we've seen like when they did Lord on here, like, uh, it's, it's tough. There's some songs that are just really hard for them to use mm-hmm. and find compelling moments. Um, Laura, you have any big thoughts on the, uh, everything that happened at the end there? Yeah, um, I, well, first I thought, um, that I, I loved how Trinity desperately tried to suck up to Raja Ugh, as soon as she got in and was like, Ugh. first, first of all, let me just say, congratulate, yes. like, you deserve it and I'm so happy yeah. for you and I, blah, blah. And it was just like, and I, kudos for Raja to being like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Trinity's sort of my style, so I don't know who I'm going to, you know, it's like, good for her for not really taking the bait and like I can't like Trinity kept trying to be like I can't wait for us to both be in the finale and it's like well you're in the bottom and also like I get so this a pet peeve of mine when Trinity immediately goes let's not call it the bottom it's like you're in the bottom you're taking all my comments but yes I have a different take on it but yes okay yes interesting She's like, let's not call it the bottom. It's like, stop it. Just fucking stop it. You're mm-hmm. in the bottom. Yeah. Like, whether or not you think you should be there, whether or not you think that you, you, you know, you have every right to fight it, you're in the bottom. Just yeah. face the music, do your dance, and like, let it go. Like, mm-hmm. this whole bullshit of like, let's not call it the bottom. I just think it's such a stupid attitude to have. Um, but yeah, I, I really, 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 I'm upset that they did not vote Ginger off. Now, I'm going to say... Ginger Minge? Yes. And I'm going to say because that is who is the biggest oh, She yes. is go- who is going yes. to win. Yes. This is what I got confused about earlier. She is who's going to win, basically. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that Ginger is, is you know, set to win. Now, That's a really hot take. The fact that they threw Eureka under the bus and Eureka has been middling this entire season, which she's been doing well, but she hasn't won a, won a challenge. And Ginger is, is basically the front runner. If we're going by track record and she put herself in the bottom and you didn't take that opportunity to vote her out. I think it's just insane. Like this is a game. Yeah. Play the game. Like, let's play the game. Let's have some fun and play the actual game. They're scared. Like the, they won't do it. Ginger, well, I personally, I love the fact that Ginger got scared. Like, Ginger, when Ginger was talking to Raja and she was like, we're going based off track record. And Raja was like, well, but are we? And will that change? And you could see Ginger being like, oh, this is different. I didn't realize we were doing this. Well, because she got burned like, on that on All Stars too. Like, they yeah. had, they, yeah. And it's like, yeah bitch this is a game like you're we're not no, there's nothing set in stone you guys never once like came out and signed a contract and said we're going by track record and if anybody says differently there's you know they're wrong like it, it's i think it's bullshit and she threw she threw her friends under the bus and she's like oh so i didn't realize point. it yeah yeah you're like right. it, it's <laughs> like come on like vote the way that you to win the game yeah that, yeah um, you know, going back to your comment <clears throat> with the top four, someone says, oh, the, you know, the bottom four or something like that, and Trinity says right away, there's no bottom, there's no bottom. I I don't know if someone in the Discord could do the research here, but like, 
I don't know who was in the bottom. Oh, it was, oh, uh, Rod, it was. I don't think it was Trinity. It was that? Remember that team was in the bottom? And Ginger, I, th- I think J- Jan or somebody says, "Oh, we weren't in the bottom." Like, oh, you were in the bottom, girl. Remember, it was like Ginger was on that team, uh, yes. Jan, and then there were two other people. I don't remember who it was. And um, and Ginger was on that team. Ginger was clearly, clearly, Ginger was clearly on top, right? Maybe did actually Ginger win that challenge? That might have been the gin. I think you're getting a pink table talk mixed up with the singing. The yeah. But the point I'm making though is no one made that. Trinity did not make that point on a previous episode when the same thing happened, and then they're like, "Oh no, you guys were all on the bottom. You were in the bottom, girl, right?" But now that she's on the chopping block, there's no bottom. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. There's no bottom right now. There's no bottom four. Also. That conversation with Raja, you're right, Lori. I actually wrote down, she says, she sits down and she says, can we just take a minute to praise you? I'm like, oh my God, this is gross. Laying it on thick. And then she goes, I was hoping you would win this challenge because I wanted you to also have two wins. I'm like, really, bitch? Really? You wanted her to have a win so you guys could both have two wins because she wanted to be there. No, it wasn't. You were so fucking riding this front-runner status until Ginger took it from you. It was the craziest thing of all time. And I'll be honest with you, it made me think back to uh, 20 years ago when Yara Sophia was on the competition and Yara Sophia refused to play this game. Now, I'll give Yara this. If you're not going to play that game, don't come on fucking All-Stars. But it is a gross element of All-Stars, and I could see why Yara was like, I'm not going to do this shit. I'm not going to fucking grovel and beg for you to keep me. Either you keep me or you don't, you know? You like what I'm doing or you don't. Yeah, and you're going to vote how you're going to vote. There's, I, don't, I, I highly doubt there's anybody who doesn't already know how they're going to vote. On the, on, the, on the previously on, I, I watched this episode twice. I just saw it. Ginger says when she, when she reveals the lipstick, lipstick last week she goes i thought about this for a long time like no you didn't no (laughs) you didn't think about it for a long time like literally like the day that i think jiggly gets put up for elimination she talks about how oh well i can count on ginger or some she says something to the effect of like i can count on ginger to keep me to to help me and ginger has this look of like no you fucking can't like yeah. she knew right ginger knew then that she was gonna vote jiggly out okay and you know so how I would, yeah the way i would find out who ginger is voting for i'd say hey ginger in this room who would you say is your friend yeah, <laughs> yeah. who's your closest friend in this room <clears throat> that's who you're gonna vote out <laughs> if you're ginger's friend you have to be very very scared all right laurie any final thoughts on the, have you said everything you have to say I just, uh, I just am really sad that Eureka is going. But also, when is this goddamn game within a game going to come? Next, Next week. week, for sure. Though we yeah, know they that showed for the sure. preview. Yeah, they showed the preview. It's a big lip sync something. Yeah. Who do we According think is going to gonna stick around? Who do we think is going to? We, well, we don't and know how, what the game how is. Do, how are they going to make that work? Are they going to bring it back to the we top don't know. five? We don't know. Lori, we watch variations. I'm not. Yeah. Wa- I'm not reading the. I'm not reading the spoiler. By the way, someone on the Discord, because I said I'm not reading the spoilers. Someone messaged me privately. Was like, you know, Joe, there's a whole subreddit where they do spoilers for Drew, and they put the link to the spoiled drag race. <laughs> and I was like, 
Yeah, it's called the rumor mill. I know. I'm just not reading spoilers this week. I didn't answer them. I didn't respond to them. Jay, did you give all your thoughts out? Uh, I think it was a real missed opportunity for them to not have mm, these things. Missed animated. opportunity. There you go. Another play on oh words. Oh my god! What a, it was a play on words. You guys, yeah. did you get it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but overall, I think this was. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I talked over you. Missed opportunity for do what? For the for them to have animators make. Oh, their oh characters. yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my why. So, Laura, you watch Drag Tots. Why is Latrice Royale's character the Statue of Liberty? It's just her. It's. I think it has something to do with her power. Mm-hmm. I forgot why. Why okay. exactly? But they all have like kind of a power, but it's not really a power. And I could have gone with like in a library or in school, but they're all not really in school. So okay, I could have gone without. As much as I like having Latrice and Bianca on my TV, I could have gone without the side commentary. That's I think the only thing I well, missed. Well, yeah, that clearly that Sean Pauly wrote for them, and it was awful. They're just reading yeah. it. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 6. And by the way, it's very special thank you to week for jay ellis for his week one of sitting in for uh, adam salandra so for jay ellis lori Rockingcamp, and myself sashay away until next week thank you for listening to rupaul's drag race recap have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Lori Rockenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L A U R I, the letter U L I A R. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters Agnesia Chopinska. April Pacheco, Astute Girl, Brad Coley, Coco San Pedro, Declan Prosser, Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Jimmy Kilmasa, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nutella, Nicholas Alexander Springham, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Sarah Yu, Spiral Queen, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, and Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race.